Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1598. Three things we can learn from the healthiest people in the world. Part two by Matt McLeod of mattmcleod.org. And I'm Dr. Neil your very own personal narrator. Hey there, happy Sunday, and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free, always with permission from the site, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now, today's post is part two from yesterday, so if you're new here or skipping around, I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. That was episode 1597. But if you're all caught up, Let's jump right in and hear part two and continue optimizing your life. Three things we can learn from the healthiest people in the world. Part two by Matt McLeod of mattmcleod.org. You have to understand the body is highly adaptive and is constantly trying to reach equilibrium and homeostasis. When you are constantly stressed, like the people of Tokyo or Osaka, you are constantly in a state of fight or flight. Your body doesn't necessarily know the difference between stressors from work or stressors from someone pointing a gun at your head. The body copes with these stressors by releasing stress hormones, one like cortisol, which can wreak havoc on your body if it is constantly being released into your system over time. It literally can speed up your death by accelerating the shortening of these cool little tips of our chromosomes called telomeres that already shorten naturally as we get older. Stress is a very complex issue and is obviously contextual to each individual, so I'm not here to tell you how to handle your stress. Eliminating stress completely is not possible, but you need to learn how to manage it. Like, you need to, or you might die sooner. So it's probably something you should actively work towards improving on a daily basis. I do it through gratitude and perspective, because most of this stuff is really not that important, and someone will always have it worse. So, if the Okinawans are so poor, why are they less stressed? I thought you'd never ask. Strategy number three, human connection is underrated. The people of Okinawa are actually seen as minorities in Japan for not being completely Japanese due to their differences in speech, dress, and diet 
compared to the rest of the country. They are ranked towards the bottom of the social hierarchy, which is based off political power, economic privilege, and social prestige. Ironically enough, the isolation of their subdivision has actually made them much stronger as a whole. It has made them very proud of who they are by identifying as Pacific Islanders. The Okinawans put a major emphasis on ancestor worship, which not only provides a sense of belonging and continuity of the past, but also considerable social support as a family activity. They have a holiday known as Umachi and a yearly sacred festival called Oban, which consists of family gatherings of feasting, drinking, and ceremonies honoring their ancestor spirits returning from the dead. While the Okinawans are ranked low socially amongst other subdivisions of Japan, they have a very strong connection to both their past and present families. This explains much of their longevity success because many studies have shown that a strong sense of social support, like having feelings of being loved, cared for, and valued by family and friends, is important in reducing the effects of stress on individuals. I find this so interesting because it goes hand in hand with the complete opposite of connecting with other people. Total isolation. Think about one of the worst possible punishments our justice system can give a criminal. Solitary confinement. No one to talk to, no one to spread ideas with, no one to connect with, no one to help, no one to hurt even, besides themselves. We are brought into this world by two people. We are literally brought into this world by connecting with our mothers for nine months. Social media has taken over the entire internet and we spend endless hours each day connecting with others, even if it's only passively. We need human connection in some way. The Okinawans have figured this out, and I think it'd be very useful for you and I to take note of this because it can be very easy to forget. Call, text, or message an old friend or family member you haven't talked to in a while and see how good it makes you feel after it's done. Create something that is useful to others and gives you a sense of responsibility amongst the world and watch your happiness and fulfillment increase. So what are the main takeaways? One, diet can have much more of an impact than just your body composition. An easier way to start eating better is try to add more nutrients-dense foods into your diet. As a result, this will lead to eating less energy-dense foods and therefore fewer calories overall and will aid fat loss and better health markers. Two, don't associate making more money with being happier. It can definitely help, but it should not be at the top of your list of values because this can result in chronic stress and shortening your life. And three, connect with others. Understand what truly matters to you and be useful to the world in a way that holds you responsible for the advancement of society in some way. I genuinely hope you enjoyed hearing this post as much as I enjoyed writing it. Cross off part of number three on this list and share this with someone who may need it. You just listened to part two of the post titled Three Things We Can Learn from the Healthiest People in the World by Matt McLeod of mattmcleod.org. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit 
to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Like I mentioned in yesterday's post, if you're really interested in learning more about the Okinawans or other cultures that tend to live long, happy, healthy lives, check out a book by Dan Butner called The Blue Zones. He goes into lots of details about what are some of the commonalities between these different cultures and why they tend to live so long and such healthy lives. And it's probably no surprise to you that diet, managing stress, those two things for sure make a lot of sense when it comes to living happier, healthy lives. But social support is true, it's underrated. And I thought the example that Matt gave when it came to solitary confinement is so true. It's like torture to be alone. We need other human beings. We need others to be in our lives and we need to connect with them in some deep way. Now, is social media harmful? We don't really know for sure. But what we can say is, you know, spending too much time doing anything can be a problem. You spend too much time exercising, you're gonna actually break down your body. You spend too much time stressing. You spend too much time relaxing those are still gonna be harmful. So with social media, it's kind of the same thing. We just don't know how much time is too much time. I would say a good gauge is if you start to avoid going to work or being more productive at work or not doing your homework on time or something like that, like if it's affecting your daily functioning, like if you have to be on social media and are avoiding your other responsibilities, then it might be a problem. Oh, and I should also mention, if you are on social media when you should be getting sleep, That's a huge problem. And the other thing that's not on Matt's list, but is super important and is very common amongst these folks who live to be 100 or beyond is exercise. They also tend to be very physically active. And I'm not talking about doing CrossFit or hanging out in a gym. These are not gym rats we're talking about. They tend to be just getting up and walking. That seems to be the common theme. So we're learning that if you just get up and walk more, move more, you're actually taking the first step, literally, to living a longer, happier, healthier life. All right, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you, as always, for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll see you here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.